was just hit it, and then anywhere that naturally happened, I could. But I would now. I know. I told you guys it was on. I kind of thought you were honestly. What like recording? I know. Oh, so, so you already I. were acting fake, kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We're warmed yeah. up now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, was, we missed half the. We just the we just recorded like a, the best Dutch Hall podcast that's ever been recorded, but we forgot to record, so you missed it. But it was great. You should have been in the room. It was fantastic. Yeah. Well, that, that's yeah. The story Selling that Kev point. told. Yeah. The story that Kev told, and then the the personal anecdote that you added. Oh my god. Oh my god. That was like really touching, and also and brave. Made your wife look like a sh- if your wife would have heard it, oh. sh- you you would be getting uh, uh, sexual oh. favors f- for the rest of the time because what you made her look like such a and you angel. didn't record it the I second you walked it. in the door, boom, boom. But you gotta take our word for it. Yep. And instead of that, we will give you this show. But first. We must play the theme song. Hit it. Welcome, everybody, to the Dutch Hall. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke. We have a great show planned for you here tonight. We're on a Thursday in a pool shed in Pine Grove. What better to do than sit around <laughs> and uh, talk with whoever showed up this week? This week, it is, I'm happy to welcome back to the shed Lee Wallace. Woo! Thank you, Pete. And Kevin Van Dungeon is back again. Woo! <laughs> That's it. Hey, introductions, easy peasy, lemon squeezy this yeah, week. Let's get into it. Yeah, getting right into the show. <laughs> I know. I got it's it's missing it's missing something without the band. It is. Mm-hmm. But uh one of these times I think I'm gonna break down. I'm gonna have um when I'm gonna call each band member and or actually, you know what? I'm forget it. I'm gonna work around the band. Uh Kev, you play keyboards Mm -hmm. already my uh, daughter is teaching me the guitar parts of the theme song we got this nice can you work a slap rattle yeah yeah you can work a slap rattle we got this thing covered fuck you guys on drill missions (laughs) (laughs) that's all i gotta say 2.0 coming (laughs) yeah 2.0 this is a reboot this is we don't know what's gonna happen the show's gonna be way different i gotta tell you a reboot is a big thing it's like um uh recently i got my uh medication changed where uh i was starting to go to th- i said it on the show before i was going to therapy and i so i was going to therapy and then the guy's telling me i'm explaining to the guy how um like when i was a kid uh i would be bored a lot and then i would uh, try to uh um count how many you know you can like count in your head you can count right and then you can also say the alphabet 
and it would be like two things you're thinking at the same time. Wow. And then you would be like, then I'd be like, well, can I add a song on top of that? And then I would keep adding, see how many like layers I oh could add. Goodness. Wow. That's like how that. your head works. Hey? Yeah. <laughs> I can do two. I'm like, <laughs> I can count. And then, uh, so that I would do that. And then he goes, he says to me, I go, but then it got, it gets a bit problematic, you know, cause like then it's all, there's always something like going on up there, you know? It's like a Mrs. Pepper round. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then a lot of those, uh, whatever trains of thought, like they were like, just like nasty ones, you know, like they were like uncomplimentary to Pete Van Dyke. They were, uh, not very nice to me. Right. Those bastards. Yeah. Those were the (laughs) bad. And so like, uh, uh, the guy says, have you ever, you maybe should think about taking your ADD drug again, you know? And then, uh, so I had taken it with a cocktail of other shit that they were trying to give me in the past. But now I just took this one, and I took it a little bit different dose, like a little higher dose. And uh, I just now have the one back, the one tr- train of thought again. And, like, everything that was hard before is now easy. It's like... So they're basically just counting. What? Now I just count. Yeah, no as, as opposed to adding yeah, all d- the layers. Yeah, doing all those layers, yeah. Now just one thing, and just one train of thought, and it's not all that chatter. And it's like uh, just everything is... Uh, easier no anxiety like anxiety's kind of calmed down and really it changed everything completely and then it makes so it kind of feels like i like a, a new start at everything what does that do for your joke writing uh i think it was made it easier because like i i, I can i can just think more clearly about it you know like uh i've been working with my brother and so you try out things. I tried out things on that on them, and I used some of it in Oshawa. They worked. Mm-hmm. I wrote a nice uh, tag to the uh, shot octopus joke, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I want to give it away. No, no, no. I've tried to retell that joke, but <laughs> right, it's just a tag. Actually, it was just. <laughs> I don't know if uh, it's just a tag, but uh, sideways lasagna. <laughs> 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 you know what I, mean? I don't know if you know the joke but anyways sideways lasagna was what we wrote but you know so i was writing some jokes i told a story um in the truck the other day that um i have to tell on stage now uh because it did so well in the truck that they uh but i it's a story of uh me me playing hockey and stuff like that it'll work for a hockey crowd you know but i don't know if i can I don't know if I have to work it out. I don't want to tell it on the show yet. I'll tell it on stage. Save, get, get it for people to come out. But it's a one about, uh, it's a humiliating story about me playing hockey. So it's a, but it made them laugh. So I, I mean, I think of that as writing, you know, like, uh, and I got it. Uh, my ideas haven't slowed down or anything like that. It's just that I can manage them and I can execute, you know, where yeah, before you kind of get stuck in all the infinite things. Where I think my brain spun out was when I quit my job banking. Uh, then I had, well, I still had a mission. Like I was still like, we bought that building for my wife's business and I was renovating that. And then we had a kind of a mission, you know? But then after that, it was like, hey, I can do whatever I want. Like whatever I want. Like just decide in the infinite amount of things in the universe to do what you want to do. You know, you're not that old. You're only 40. Go do whatever you want. And that was just like a lot of things, too many possibilities, you know, for all those trains to think about. 
all the different like tangents your life could go on if you made a different decision to do now and just like so you need like a channel yeah once you pick a channel boom i could do it you know it's like i i i i'm of the i'm of the mindset that like like variety's a spice of life that uh to me the, uh, the worst thing would be like doing the same thing over and over again until i retired or whatever you know i'd mm-hmm. much rather I'd much rather get fired every every other year, you know? Like do mm-hmm. things for a couple of years and then start something totally different. Shake oh. it all up. Yeah. <laughs> I begged them to fire me at the one place I worked the longest. I, I would always at my performance review, I'd, I'd always say to them, like they'd say, what do you want to be in five years? I said, well, hopefully I would be fired by you guys and get a nice severance, <laughs> and then uh, you, I would be able to find something I enjoyed to do. I don't want to fuck you. <laughs> and they'd say, "Fuck well, you, <laughs> I'm out." And then they'd say, uh, "Why don't you? Yeah, why don't you just quit?" I go, "Because I get nothing if I quit." Yeah, you stupid. fire me, I get something. Then do yeah. that. Yeah. They would always think I was joking and stuff. <laughs> they never think I was telling the truth. Telling the truth, they never believe you. Never, yeah, that's exactly it. They would never believe me. The one time I was in a meeting and I s- asked my boss, I probably said this a million times on the show, but but I asked my boss in the meeting, I, I put up my hand and I said, uh, hey, George, uh, I was wondering, could I get uh, uh, like a Mexican? <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and then, and he goes, he goes, what? And I said, I got like a garden shed in my uh, side yard. I'm pretty sure I can get approved for one guy. Wow. <laughs> and uh, I'm not asking you to pay for them or nothing like that. Like all arranged to have them brought in here. You just got to turn a blind eye to the fact that I got a, uh, an offshore laborer working for me, you know, like around the office, like a Mexican guy's hanging out with me <laughs> in my office. And I go, I got a lot of side projects going on. <laughs> I need... <laughs> I, I really said this. <laughs> Where was this guy from? Who? George. Uh, George, uh, he's from, uh, I think he's from Oxford County. Oh, he might get it. I was going to say, if he's like a city. It, oh, no, no. We're, yeah. This is like wow. a, an agricultural lending institution that I'm working oh, okay. for, you know? So I get it. So, yeah, it's a bunch of farmers, right? So I'm like, and he's like, we're in this area where I'm working. So I'm like, uh you know, like I, I, I'm looking at all these. I'm like the all the work they want me to do. I'm like, there's no way I can do all this stuff. They're not giving me the help I need. But I got, I legit had stuff going on outside of the work. So I'm like, you know what? If I just, I seriously thought if I got a offshore laborer or any laborer for that matter, I need to hire my own assistant just to do my to handle even my work. But the, they just gotta let me ha- have the person. But I, I jokingly said it about my garden shed and the me- and to make a bunkhouse for one uh, one uh, mexican it just uh, sounded more funnier to me to say mexican you know i think the word <laughs> mexican's funny better yeah. than offshore worker yeah offshore worker's not funny but when you say mexican because <laughs> we all can picture it right yep. and i like mexican people i'm not saying anything negative about mexicans i just like saying mexican you know it just sounds funny to me so, anyways, I asked if I could have a Mexican. I could say Jamaican. I could say Trinidadian. I could say not the same. No, Me- Mexican <laughs> no. sounds funnier to me. But anyway, so I said, uh, I asked him that, and then uh, he just kind of like uh, some people laughed, you know, when I asked for it, and then it kind of got left alone in the meeting. And then uh, later on, 
I get a knock on my door in my office, and in comes George, <laughs> and he's like, uh, P, is everything okay? And I'm like, what? And he goes, you seem really stressed out. Oh, you got a lot of work. You, you overworked. I go, I'm always overworked. I always tell you I want to quit. I always say this place sucks. I always just ask for a fucking Mexican. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, you just asked for a Mexican. That's exactly what he said to me. He goes, that's, <laughs> that's something might be wrong with you. I'm like, that's what it took. That's what it took to get your attention. <laughs> Was the Mexican comment. doesn't make any sense, man. How'd the Mexican work out? Uh, I was de- my, my request was denied ah. as it often was by George. You know what I think about, is that one time, one time, and this is back in the days of Blackberry, you know, Blackberry, when those were cool? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, uh, they were brand new. I had like a, uh, just a, it was a flip phone of some sort with a big giant battery in it. I one of those ones that the, it would flip and you'd put the big antenna up on it like that. Not quite Zach uh, from Saved by the Bell. Pretty close, pretty yeah. close to that. Yeah, like that sort of era of phone. That's what I'm rocking. My boss has a... Uh, and I shouldn't say my boss. This is my manager, right? He's a, a middle manager. So, like, I'm lending money. So, I'm the money that I lend pays for everybody to do this shit at the bank or whatever, you know? And then the shit that he does is manage me, right? Manage me, which costs them money. It's like it doesn't make anyone money, right? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, uh, he's managing me, right? So, uh, uh, anyways, the uh, <clears throat> what was I was gonna say here. Uh, so George is walking around with a BlackBerry, right? Ooh. And uh, we're driving to some call, and he's emailing or whatever. And I go to him, like, why do you get a BlackBerry and I got this piece of shit phone I can just make phone calls with? You know, like I'm the one that actually has to like. Look at documents. Yeah, I got to, like, make transactions happen so that money can get paid while I'm on the road trying to get new business in, you know, like the to have the virtually a computer in my palm of my hand while I'm going is that's something that your your sales staff should be, have access to, not the managers that are just sniffing each other's fucking butts at meetings all day, you know? Right. You guys don't fucking do anything. And then uh, I need one of those, not you. And then he says to me, he goes, if you get one of those, then I need something better. Oof. <laughs> and I go, he goes, you'll never get one of these. And I that go, motherfucker. I says, I'll have one in six months, George. I'm going to have one in six months. You watch. I said, you watch. I'll have one in six months. I got one in three because I pretended I had a different job. I technically had the same job title as these people who got a BlackBerry. Right. And I just, I just put in my request hoping they would uh, overlook it, and they did. Nice. And then I got a BlackBerry <laughs> before I was supposed to get one. And just, to, oh, shit, just to rub it in the, in his face, eh? Ah, George, we used to fuck with that guy all the time, man. Did you, like, hold it out, you know, in front of him and stuff like that? Like, oh, I got a call. Yeah, which, as soon as I got it, it was <laughs> like I called him on it. And I'm like, guess what I'm calling you on? My new BlackBerry. Fuck you, buddy. I got it three months early. <laughs> I was like that. Like, maybe not fuck you. I only said that once to him. Uh, I said fuck you to him. And it was because we had these these training these training uh, exercises, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you had to recertify that you knew how to lend money. So, like, all the lending policy and stuff, you had to recertify. And so, I, you had to do these modules. 
Anyways, I didn't take I didn't take the do the modules. I just did the tests. I'm like, I know how to fucking lend money. I've done it for 15 years. I don't need to take do the modules. I'm just gonna take the fucking tests, right? So I kept failing the one test, <laughs> and then uh, so I failed it for the second time, and then I'm coming in the door, and uh, um, George says to me, he goes, um, he goes, hey Pete, you f- you failed the test again. Maybe you should get, you know. Well, I'll Susie, call, I'll call her Susie. Well, I don't have to call her a, a dude, so I'll say maybe you should get Jack to write your test. Well, Jack is a fucking idiot, right? And <laughs> so, uh, like, I was, I felt insulted by it, right? And it was knee jerk. This it happened quicker than what I'm saying it now. Like, it was just I walk in. He goes, "Hey, you failed that thing again. Maybe you should get Jack to write it for you." And I just go, fuck you, George. <laughs> like that, exactly. And then I'm walking down the hallway, and there's like a hallway, so you got to pass everyone else's office before you get to mine. And so I'm walking past everyone's office, and I can see like all the other lenders' mouths just open, you know, looking like, what did you just say? And then I get to my office, and I can hear like George get up and clomp, 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 clomp. <laughs> he's coming down the hallway fast. And then uh, he comes in and he slams my door and he's like, uh, you can't say that shit to me, especially in front of the uh, young like, staff. Here we go, we're getting fired. And then- uh, <laughs> You should fuck off, George. <laughs> what I said, this is what I said to him. I go, I go, what are you talking about? You called me stupid in front of the, you're here once a month. I'm here every day. I'm the senior lender here. And that, you're calling me stupid in front of junior employees insulting me when I got to actually deal with these guys on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And then uh, he goes, you know, I never thought of it that way. I apologize. And then, <laughs> and then uh, uh, but I walk out and my buddy's like uh, in the office next to me. He goes, what happened? What happened? You know, I go, oh, I got him to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> he apologized because I told him to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> that was about one of my favorite twists that I did on him. Another time was when I, uh, we were in the performance review and, uh, there's the last, there's like, it was like 40% was for how much money you lent, right? Like 20% for was like how much like arrears you collected, like people that were past due that you got the money back. And then like some certain amount of it was for like insurance and stuff like that. And then a certain amount of your bonus was like for other, it was like this other, it was like, uh, it was like 5% or something of the total was like for other, right? So I go, uh. Um, we get to the other section. I was like ace and ace and everything until this other section. And then he goes to other and he's like, we can't give you a full bonus for other. Right. And I go, why? And he goes, uh, cause you don't do anything that we ask you to do. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and then, uh, he goes, uh, you uh you won't do any of the extra stuff and you uh you just don't participate in anything it's so funny not to say it <laughs> because uh i was the worst employee like i didn't even try and uh i go i go well it's all like a waste of my time like what i thought you wanted me to lend money you know and he goes uh no you gotta do everything and you gotta help this and you gotta do this and you gotta do that i, go, I don't want to do any of that fucking stuff i just want to lend money and he goes, well, then you can't get this bonus. I go, well, it's 5%. What are you going to give me of it? He goes, well, I can only give you half. I go, so I'm getting two and a half <laughs> of the 5%. And I go, wait, let me just figure this whole thing out. I did. I figured my salary, and then I put the percentage of this, and I worked, and it was like 250 bucks or something. Like, like would have been, been after it. tax. 
or something. And I just go, I'll write you a check for 250 bucks for the, for next year. For not doing the other. And don't even fucking ask me to do anything else. Because <laughs> <laughs> this 5% just cut it off my salary because I'm never going to do it, like, ever. Nice. Yeah, it's the best, man. Standing <laughs> up for people, like, when I was young, I tried to do everything right, you know? Because you, you're young, you know? You think that no one's going to, like, uh, respect you because you look too young and you act too young. And you got to deal with, like, old men that have been doing things for, like, 20, 30 years, you know? And then, uh, so you act real professional, and then everyone hates you because they, they, you just smell mm, like fake. Yeah, yeah, you just think you're sh- this fucking kid. And I remember one day there's there's this dude in my, he just happens to be Hungarian. You know, I feel like I can talk nasty about Hungarians because I'm half Hungarian. Uh, but they're assholes to deal with, like <laughs> Hungarians. I know my, like my wife's Hungarian, and, and my mother's Hungarian. Uh, so I am half Hungarian, and I'm surrounded by Hungarians. They are difficult to deal with as a people, you know. They're like barbarians. They come from the Huns, you know. They're like they're, <laughs> they're rough around the edges of Hungarians. Mm-hmm. So we, so I remember there's Hungarians in my uh, office, and it, and they like to bust your balls. Like they're just like all over you. And the guys call me a crook and saying I'm my interest rates are too high. And I remember I'm like fighting to get this guy's loan approved, and I'm and I'm I'm being totally fair. I'm always fighting for the. For the farmer versus the the bank, you know? And then uh, this guy's like calling me a crook and all everything. I'm just getting sick of it, right? So on the inside, I'm like, I'm trying to keep myself all professional. But on the inside, I'm like, fuck this guy. fuck. So finally, my my inside came out. And I was just like, <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> I go, it? if you don't like. Yeah, I said, fuck you, man. Nice. I go, if you, don't, if you don't like dealing with me, you think I'm a crook? Then you shouldn't even be here. Go deal with somebody you don't think is a crook. But I'm sitting here trying to do honest work for you do the best thing for you and you're calling me mm-hmm. these names and stuff like i don't need to put up with any of this shit and then the guy goes finally a banker with some balls i you like know? you <laughs> yeah i like you and then i was like what people will like me if i just like honest be myself then, yeah. yeah and then i stopped being i stopped saying the right things after that just started uh just started telling them like like being like it is and like uh granted sometimes you realize okay this isn't the place like I was still dealing with some of the like uh, Dutch reform people or the the real Christian uh, uh, Christian people that are like you know you you watch what you're saying you're not gonna be that way fuck you with them you know but like uh, some people liked it you could tell they would like they were those kind of people you know and and they get when they're giving it to you hard like that you can't just take it or they'll think you're a bitch mm-hmm. and even in business that's kind of like a you can't let a, the other person push you around, because if no. they if if they see that you're weak, then they'll take advantage, right? Right. Even though that's bullshit, that that is bullshit. But there are people that will do that. Like they would come in with research, like they, they read fucking Trump's book or whatever, and they would come in and try to like grind me for interest rate discounts or something like that. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like, I don't. Know. <laughs> it only works on people that gouge you in the first place, right? When I worked for, uh, I'll. When I worked for one of the five major banks in our country, uh, they said, "I said, how do you like decide what interest rate a, a person gets?" And they said, uh, "Well, if they'll pay more, then you charge them more. <laughs> and if they argue, you charge them less." Wow, that's what they said. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that in mind. That wasn't how the like they all are, but. This particular one in 2001. But it kind of makes sense. The yeah. person willing to pay it. 
yeah, if the person's dumb enough to pay it, you discharge it to them. Sure. I'm like, but that you're taking advantage of nice people. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, anyways, I don't know how we got talking about that. So we were, I was going to say, um, we went to that Oshawa show. I was promoting the Oshawa show over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. We had the comedy show there at Crazy Jack's, I think it was called. And it was actually a real, they had a, like a stage they set up, and uh, there was a full room, like COVID full, a nice. table of people from the Ukraine Ooh. were there. Yeah. Uh, what else? So there's a, you might have some new listeners. Uh, maybe. A 19-year-old uh, who did not, uh, who claimed not to uh, watch pornography. Okay. <laughs> but he still jerked off. Yeah. Hmm. That's like a mystery, right? It's a head scratcher. Hell of a spank bank, I guess, in his head. Yeah. <laughs> a 19-year-old with an imagination to, for, like, that's like a skill of a man I would expect in his 50s. Yeah. To be able to still know how to jerk off from imagination. Like, why would you? Yeah. Why would anyone under, like, a 19-year-old even know how to do that? Right? They were watching porn before they know how to jerk off. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure, like, every yeah, kid nowadays, nowadays yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. And not just and, and moving pictures, not just not yeah. just still photographs. No, you're seeing like th- there's like kids who I'm sure have never jerked off before. Like they're not of the age yet to jerk off. Who've seen like fisting farm animals and stuff like that, <laughs> and they've just like watched it for a laugh with their buddies. Like yeah. they don't so desensitized. Yeah, and then they're gonna <laughs> not know. <laughs> this is how it goes, right? Yeah. Yep. All of a sudden, you walk in, your son's just like fucking fisting some fucking pig. Whoa! And you're like, "What the hell? You Where did that? you get a pig?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we live in a subdivision. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you wanted that pig for your birthday. <laughs> Don't do it. Damn that interweb. You know what? Uh, you know what animals' uh, vagina most resembles a human's? I'm gonna say a pig's. No. Oh, incorrect. But it is probably in the top ten, I'd say. But this is only Dutch Halifax based on no. We c- I could fill up my phone right now, monkey, and just look. But I'm like, nah, this is good. They say monkey. Let's go with this. No, it's a it's a sheep. Oh, a sheep, eh? A sheep's vagina is supposed to most resemble a human's vagina. That uh, that explains a lot of sheep jokes I've heard. Uh, yeah, like yeah. I think um, New Zealand, eh? They they like. Uh, they don't. They don't really uh, notice the difference. The Scots get blamed. Scotland and New Zealand. Yes, those are the two that fuck sheep. Seem to be a lot of sheep fucking. Yeah, those are the two. I would say the most that fuck sheep. <laughs> so I'm gonna look this up on my phone. See if I'm right here. What <laughs> vagina? Oh no, sorry, animals vagina. Right. What an- animals vagina? Got them all excited. Most resembles <laughs> a uh, human. Oh dear, we're actually googling this right now, eh? Oh, uh, no, they got a, a picture of a uh, of a dolphin's vagina. A dolphin, eh? Meow. Oh. All female mammals have a clitoris. All females. All female mammals. Mammals, okay. Have a clitoris. So if you think about that, that would be like a dolphin has a clitoris. All right. And a cow has a clitoris. <laughs> a cow and some sheep. Uh, Like uh, a cat would have a clitoris. 
<laughs> you know, do you have a dog? No, no. No, any pets at all? No, not right now. I've had dogs though. Yeah, I've, uh, they would have clitoris if they're female. I guess so. I never looked, but no. I, I'll take your word for it. It's true. All mammals have clitorises, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we learned. I didn't find out which one resembled most, but I did say research suggests dolphin clitorises are like human clitorises, but better placed. Wow. Better placed. <laughs> Easier. Yeah. Easier to find. They really are comparing the uh, dolphin's vagina very heavily to the uh, humans. I'm going to see if I can get a picture of a dolphin vagina. I was watching a movie last night, and they referred to the vagina as something that looks like Chinese food. <laughs> oh. This is gross. It's like a vagina on a stick. <laughs> what? How does that even make sense? Sounds like a fair treat. Wouldn't monkeys be the closest? Yeah. Wouldn't you assume that? But dolphins, eh? The big red swollen things you see on the <laughs> <laughs> baboons. National Geographic. Yeah. I don't know why I want to watch this so bad, but it's... Uh, it's uh, I can't even watch it. We lost them. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I got <laughs> sucked in the internet. That's why you don't do that, eh? Because when we go... It's when a I, rabbit hole and a half, man. Yeah. They, there was, it said, this is what a dolphin's vagina looks like. And then there's this like blue thing wrapped around a stick. And I'm like, there's just so much curiosity here. Like, I couldn't stop, even though I was in the middle of doing <laughs> we'll the Just save it off for later. And I know. I got to shut that off. I don't even look at that phone. It's just terrible. All right. Well, we'll Anyways, Oshawa out. is a good show. And then, uh, and then, <laughs> and then afterward, we got into, so Dolphin Vagina, where, yeah, Oshawa. Yeah. That's what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so we, we, but afterwards, I had to drive myself. And then uh, because of a traffic jam. And then uh, afterwards, I'm driving back with Dan Brennan, who, by the way, stood me up for a podcast two weeks ago. And Joe Batello uh, stood me up for the podcast this week. Oh, Joe was so yeah. two, two weeks in a row, comics have fucked me over. And then, uh, or stood me up at the last minute. <laughs> and then... Uh, kind of <laughs> Lee's hot. Wow. Whoa. And uh, <laughs> and then next week, Justin Gale. We're going to see if Justin Gale will show up or not. The odds are, I'm going to say Justin Gale, good guy. I'm going to give him 75% chance he's going to show Ooh. up. I'm going to give that. But I haven't confirmed with him. I booked this thing like a month ago. So when I confirm with him, then I'll be able to tell you that those odds might change. Because oh, okay. I, because then you can like, oh shit, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people I did, that are like that. Are comics well, a little self-centered? Maybe think about themselves. Maybe not what's going on out, outside of themselves a little bit. Uh, yeah, there might be something to that. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, one thing I was uh, like, Brennan and I, we left that show and then we went to uh, Patrick Coppolino, who runs the Levity in Hamilton. Um, he's a comedian too. He used to open for, uh, or he opens for Tom Green when Tom Green goes on tour and stuff. Never heard of him. Never heard of Tom Green? No. No? <laughs> oh, yeah, he was a big deal in Canada during the 90s. Married so. some famous girl. Yeah, yeah. You know him. I heard he of him. He played the chat in Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so anyway, Patrick having a birthday party. And then we, uh, so we went to the birthday party, which was all, con- like a lot of, the, a lot of people that are at this birthday party were comics. And normally you don't get to you get to see the your comics friends, but just for 
the beginning and after shows and for brief moments and then you kind of don't get to like have like a whole night where you're all in one room you know um so it was super fun it was like ridiculously fun like uh because it because you because uh it's carte blanche for what you can say what you can say what you can do like it was just so much so much fun everybody was like uh you know it's uh, everyone's funny so it's like you you hear like some you know really good uh ball busting stuff probably like a competition to hold court too like oh big time like yeah. uh that's what, what i found most of the time was is that everybody wasn't nobody was listening to anyone's stories at all <laughs> Just thinking of the next one they can tell. Yeah, they're just waiting for the moment when they get to come in and sit, do their part because everyone's used to holding court. And then, so it was kind of funny that way because you you just see ever, everyone just matching stories and stuff. Some more than others, you know. But, uh, but there was a lot of that in the room for sure, and uh, a lot of uh, like uh, the one point in time, like uh, I don't even know if I should say some of these people's names for some of the behavior, but. Uh, the one time, I'm going to say it, I fucked these guys. Oh, go you know? for it. Was there <laughs> cursing? <laughs> there was cursing. Oh, my goodness. But one time, I guess there was one, this one lady was there, and she liked two of the comics. Both of them have been on the show. Like, a, a lot of the comics are at this party that have been on the show. They was there from the Hamilton uh, comedy scene. But, like, uh, the girl liked Tig Wright and Jason Allen. That's who she, uh, she liked those two. So she was trying to line the two of them up. And figure out which one she liked better, you know, and they were both because they were both there, and then uh, they were like kind of like uh, squaring off against each other. But uh, at one point in time, I think they got caught up into it, and Jason had taken off his flannel shirt and he's like flexing Ooh. his mu- he's flexing his muscles and stuff, Ooh. right? It's getting real serious. And then yeah, <laughs> which is that a character for him? He's a he's a he's a reserved dude. And he's not, he's stone cold sober. He hasn't had a drink or nothing. Just got caught up in the, in the, <laughs> in the fever of the event, you know? The power of a lady. Yeah, the power of a lady. I think that's exactly what it was. Anyway, our power of just like the attention he was getting. I don't know what it was. The competition between, the, but, or maybe just all the hard work he put off in it. What, I don't know what it was. Both of them probably didn't even like the girl. They just wanted to win. Yeah, I just think yeah, I don't think it was about liking the girl at all. I think it was yeah, exactly, just not wanting the other guy to to be liked more than them. And then uh at one point in time, I remember uh, Doug Coning who's like uh who is a lives with Jason now. Uh screams, "Jason, for the love of God, stop it. You you know, like you're embarrassing yourself. You're embarrassing me, all of us, you know." And uh and I'm like, "Shut up, man. I want to see how oh. far this will go." <laughs> yeah. You know. Like I maybe he could take his pants off, you know. I've never <laughs> seen him behave like this before. <laughs> then uh it was great. At one point in time, Patrick, who's uh we had just finished like rubbing his hands, him marveling on how soft his hands are. Like they're like a like a baby's bottom. Like not like uh, a construction worker. Definitely not like a construction worker at all. <laughs> like this guy looks like he's never done a day, like feels it feels like he's never done a hard day's work ever. He needs to go work with Paul. And at one point in time, uh, yeah, he needs to go work with Paul for a week, yeah. Get him toughened up. Yeah. And uh, so Patrick, uh, he just beat Stan Brennan in an, uh, in an arm wrestle, right? That's embarrassing. And uh, and and then uh, so he's now he's looking at me, and he's all he's kind of like, I think he's maybe a bit drunk. 
And he's kind of doing this thing. He's like, come on, Pete. Come on in and uh, arm wrestle me, right? And he goes, don't worry. I just beat Dan Brennan. If I beat you, it's no big deal. No one's going to think anything of it, you know, like that. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I'm like, ah, I don't, I'm not really thinking that way. I'm kind of thinking, like, this guy runs a club. I like it. I like to perform uh, here. Yeah. I don't want to, like, smash it his arm down the table you know (laughs) (laughs) hurt him (laughs) like i want to be nice to him he's a nice guy you know it's his birthday his wife's over there you know like i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to do this you know i I would refer uh, prefer not to right and he's like come on don't be afraid i'm not i'll be gentle with you or whatever you know anyway so i'm like i was like okay i'll do it but but we are wrestling by the end i'm like this how much do i have to do it to beat you (laughs) you know just keep bouncing his hand up it's like Anyways, uh, and then Joe, Joe's like yelling, uh, you got beat by a guy with cancer. Oh. You got beat by a guy with cancer like that. Oh, <laughs> and then, oh. and then, Joe, uh, then Joe sits down and I arm wrestled Joe and I beat Joe, right? and which I was really uh, kind of concerned about, about beating Joe because he's like thick like a tree trunk. Eh? Like, mm. I don't know if have you, have you met him in real life. Yes. He's like, uh, he's like thick man i never met him but he sounds thick i can't get my arm i don't think you can get your arms around him i'm not sure if you could but he's all over th- he's a thick dude right so you don't know how strong he is and plus he does real work all the time and he's a hard working guy is he the hated one yeah. yeah there's a picture of him right there that guy uh, that's him right there with a cross over his face <laughs> yeah ladies love him. exactly how i pictured this guy <laughs> yeah joe uh joe's um Joe's a character, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyways, uh, so I beat Joe, and, th- and then I was like, "Oh, now!" And then uh, Ty Gray, who's a, j- a big giant guy, he claims somehow I don't know how he twists it that he wins. He f- he claims that if uh, you know if you do this with your arm wrestling, you put your you put your uh, thumb and forefinger on the guy's like elbow, mm-hmm. and then when if you got the guy down, you get so far and then you hurt your own thumb, right? You know. Mm-hmm. And then, so he's saying you can't push past that point, and he can just stand there like that at that point where that it's hurting your thumb, and you can never get him further t- towards the table. And so somehow that makes him win. Like, if you're in that bitch position, <laughs> you lost. I I'm think st- that's a technical name for it, too, the bitch position. Yeah. <laughs> you're, in, you're, just, you're just like a stalemate, but I'm still dominating you while you're, like, saying we can't, to resolve this, yeah, but I've I've made you look like a bitch for like yeah. as long as I want, and the thumb is keeping your arm up. Yeah, it's not hurting me to push push you. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, so I I believe I beat him too, and I'll, t- I'll I will uh, invite him on the program to argue about it any time. Rematch. Yeah. Let's get it on video. I'll I, actually I would have a whole Hamilton. The the thing is, I would call myself right now, on air. The Hamilton Comedy Community Arm Wrestling Champion of the World, right? I would go that far as to say that. Eh? Not yeah. self-proclaimed. Tell me who's got a better record than me that was at that party. I think I fucking cleaned up everybody that was winning. I'm here as a witness. Like he's saying it with total confidence. Yeah, he's pretty. Patrick confident. won. He beat Dan Brennan. I beat Patrick. So then that makes me better than two those, people. Those two clowns, right? And so then it's like uh, you're calling them out now. Yeah, I am calling them out. I'm calling them all right out. You want to come down to the Pine Grove? You want to rematch any time of the week? You're going to come in Pete's barn and try and beat him? <laughs> there's only Fuck that. There's only one person I'm afraid of. Because you know what? And uh, we talked about this on the podcast today with AJ and Jason. Is that in like in Norfolk County, 
I'm like uh, a, I'm a soft man. I'm like a p- pansy of sorts, a bit of a fancy boy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In the Hamilton comedy community, I am like a, bu- I'm like a fucking bruiser. You're a gladiator. You're yeah, badass. I'm the ba- I'm a badass. Yeah. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like I'm a real mm-hmm. man. In their eyes, I'm a real man. In the real world, no. You know, it, there'd be millions of uh, people that would be tougher and all that. But in com- in the comedy world, <laughs> come on, I'm be a joke teller. I'm not beating him up, but like arm wrestle him, you know. And I've watched over the top. I know all the tricks. You yeah, know? the little twist there. The little twist. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, that's what he does. <laughs> and and grab <laughs> when you really need to dig deep, you do that one, two, three, four thing, and then rah, wow, and bring him right over. And you, what you you do is you blare Kenny Loggins the whole time. I'm a little bit nervous that they might watch over the top and learn the tricks. Who? These clowns from Hamilton. Oh, they've watched it. Oh, wow. Then but they, 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 you can't beat you can't beat the uh, years and years of uh, hanging kilns. Yes, hanging kilns. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. You can't beat a kill hanger when you've just been growing up. Uh, Probably can't even beat a boat driver. <laughs> no, not growing up telling jokes on the streets of Hamilton. Nope. Like that, all those guys did. What'd you do? Go to Jackson Square? Is that the mall? I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not a shopper. I don't. Re- yes, there's Jackson Square Mall well, there. I'm sure that's there all there's. they did is hung around Jackson Square yeah. while you were busy hanging baby cigarettes. Yeah, with my muscles. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Br- big and b- big, big muscles. Well, they were leaning against the Gap or whatever. Farm kids are always sleeper picks, eh? Yep. For the town kids, eh? The town kids would have a certain level of toughness, and then they could never gauge the farm kids, eh? <laughs> nope. Because you never knew how tough they were. Mm-hmm. They never stocked ten bushels of potatoes. Yeah, they never. Uh, yeah, you don't know like their bat. Their dad might have beat them with a stick and stuff like that. That they had to pick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did your parents do that? Oh no, my dad guilted me into everything. Right? Oh yeah. He Lucky. Was, he was, he was a- not a beater. He was like, uh, there's times you'd beg for it. Yeah. Don't well. be disappointed. Please hit me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Make me a man, Dad. <laughs> yeah, Kevin had an old dad, eh? Yeah. His, his dad was like... Tired. His dad was old when he had him, and my dad was young when he had me, so it was quite a bit of difference when I go to Kevin's house because uh, his dad was like patient and stuff, you know? Oh, really? Tired, really. And yeah. I was terrified of Willie, but for no reason. Well, he's never like, never mean. Just he had a look. Yeah, his intensity. Eh? There's a certain intensity that my daughter Maya has a, has that intensity that you know you, you see her like when she's got her like either like her her sight set on like, doing something or if she's like just woken up and she's not quite like uh, uh, in a decent mood yet. You don't look her in the face <laughs> even when she was uh, when she was like a, even just like a toddler, you know, she'd wake up grumpy and you would just be like, okay, just Ooh. just let her go into the fridge and do her shit and don't look at her. Don't, don't, don't poke the bear. Don't, don't poke, poke the bear at all. She will take you down. Vicious. Do not, do not stare directly at me. <laughs> yeah. There's certain intensity. I think that runs in her family. People used to say that with me even at the banks too, that I scared the some of the support staff because I was too intense in the way I worked. Mm. Plus, <laughs> Farm boy. Yeah, uh, it's a thing. Eh? You don't know because you only kn- used to work in the way that you were taught to work, you know, mm-hmm. which was balls out. Even when I'm working for my bro- for my brother, the first day I was there, he asked me to go get him something from the truck, 
and I ran to the truck. You ran? I ran. And he's like, no running on the job, no running on the job is what he's saying. <laughs> but when I was a kid. <laughs> you just like to walk. When I was a kid, my dad would would yell at me, like, yeah. uh, if I was walking, he'd be like, are your legs broke? You know, like, <laughs> run. So I got used to running. So now when someone asked me, even, even if, like, my wife asked me to get something, I'll run and get it. Like, I, run, I still run, run to get it. things, yeah. I run yeah. up the stairs. You run? I, you, I can't walk upstairs. Can't walk. I got to run upstairs. It seems easier, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. It's faster. Definitely. It, do you skip steps? Sometimes. I do do I do the twos. I, I do them in twos. I feel like I'm twos, really yeah. accomplishing something. Do them in twos? Oh yeah. Oh, I've I've taken my knees out. You, uh on aircraft we got the big stairs and uh and they're uh, steel. Know, the, yeah, they're the steel ones Oof. with the yeah, the grips on them. So if you go down on your knees on those Oh. Yeah. So I'm yeah. Depends. Depends on the pitch of the stairs, you know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, my brother. He doesn't like walking. <laughs> so running's just. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. It's a step above like he walking. complains about walking all the time. Like he he tries not to walk, and he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> Does he have a golf cart that he has on job sites and? No, but I think he's he's got a zoom. He's got a machine. He gets to drive now, like oh, a Zumba. Nice. Yeah. So that's like uh, it's gonna not gonna help him. He's gotta walk more. But I don't think you can. T- you, I don't think you can convince a person that doesn't want to move and stuff to move. You know, he needs that thing like Paul Blart had in that movie. Oh, Paul like a Segway. M- yeah. Have you ever written on one of those? Never. I, 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 I've written on one one before. Yeah. No, I haven't. Just those fake ones, those little ones, you know, like the just the they're not really a Segway, the the those little like s- sideways skateboard or something. Yeah, like those mm. skateboard things that you put that you put. Didn't they cover them, call them hoverboards? Yeah, for a while. yeah, but they're really on wheels, right? Yeah, and you just lean on them and just turn mm-hmm. and stuff. I just don't know how to stop. <laughs> but I was I rode one of those things, and I rode with the bird. Have you ever been on a bird scooter? The nope. ones they have in like. They had them in like Nashville, I think they had them. Were they green? green or green bikes, or, or uh, maybe the birds are green. I don't know. But they're scooters, and they have a little motor on them, and you just you just like just run it. There's a motor on the back. There's like a little like uh, what do you call it throttle, and then you and that and then you drive those through the city. You just scan your credit card or whatever. Better yeah. than walking. Yeah, it's pretty fun to go through the city, especially if there's hills. But it's dangerous as all fucking, and, and you go online and see like uh, people <laughs> wiping out on these things. <laughs> it's funny, like, cause you see like regular like there was like or a lot of times the ones that I laugh the most at. I don't know why. The, there's people. There's the people I laugh the most that hurt themselves are women that are like um, pregnant. <laughs> no, <laughs> not when they're pregnant. But women that are um, like dolled up to go somewhere, like you can tell that they're oh, that's good. They're too. like uh, they're <laughs> they're like uh, they they want to look real nice. You can tell they put a lot of effort in the way, and then they just get on Jump the on scooter the and they just eat shit immediately. They just look terrible. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I snagged my nut on. Did you ever see? Uh, yeah, like they. I wish that I. I I'm not even, I didn't see it. I only saw like a headline of it, where it was telling you that you could. Uh, it was like uh, 
it was like when I say headline, it was like something on like a, it was like a porno headline or something. You know, it was like uh, before and after pictures of a girl before the date and after the date. Have you ever seen something like that? Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Whereas like there's a they show the girl looking nice before the date and then they just show her after the date. You know, with her mascara running and you oh. know, like <laughs> she's like <laughs> where she just was like brutalized or whatever you know <laughs> looks like she had a terrible time <laughs> but like they did but it's just the before and after pictures i think or they it was just the promise of it made me think about that you know like the how that night really went yeah like if you could see a girl that like got all dolled up and she spent all that time getting herself beautiful and and then she leaves to go out for the night she takes a picture before she, and then she drinks a whole bunch of booze and then ends up like on this whole long party night dancing having a great time then just getting like uh boned at the end of the night and then <laughs> and it's like then, a like, mug uh, shot in the morning yeah in the morning that you know just as she's waking up you know like one eye stuck together and stuff <laughs> barn cat eye i call that <laughs> and then you take the after picture you know it's, i just think that i think that's hilarious <laughs> that's <laughs> I just think that's really funny. Like the, I mean, it would be the same with a dude. You could you could do the same thing with a dude, it, but it just wouldn't be as dramatic, you know. Because no, we never no. started out at such a high point, is what I mean. And you have a half cock grin on his face, and yeah, yeah. We we never look that good. We never can look that bad. It's like uh, you know, yeah. I can't not that fault. We know what we never did in this whole show. And we're I pretty know. much done. I know. There's a segment that we usually do called Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Thank you, Lee. But this week we won't do one. I'll tell you why, because we're almost done this show anyways. But what we will do is tell you how you can give us feedback in the future. You can just go to live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com or the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. They both work. And you give tell us what you think of the show, how we can make it better, whatever, and ask us questions, give us topics, do whatever you like to do. But you can also reach out to us at Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all that shit. And we're there, too, and uh, we'd be happy to get back to you. Thank you to everybody that has reached out to us. And if you give us some iTunes, uh, uh, like a, a review on, on iTunes, it does help us on the charts. Uh, keep us up there. So thank you to everybody, again, that d- has done that, too. And if you like to do your Amazon shopping, do some of that, and that's there, too. Um, I didn't get a chance. Uh, I'm thinking we could either end the show... I should do the death pool update. I just just as a quick update on the death pool. Uh Steve has now tied with uh myself, Kevin, and Beaver with two because he got has Alex Trebek to add oh, to his list with Sean Connery. Yes, yeah, Steve Connery had too. had Connery and Trebek bang to uh bang back to back. Wow. wow. Like, that was within a week or so. Well played, Steve. Well played, yeah. And he also has David Crosby and uh, the old Pope there, the German Pope. Mm. I would have picked Oprah if I was. <laughs> Oprah, you think Oprah's going to, something uh, wrong with her? She got bad health? No. 
just the yo-yo um weight thing you think it's gonna finally catch up to her heart yeah i would have picked oprah <laughs> maybe ellen you just a you're you're just like a wishful thinking death pool. You just have all people that you'd want to perish. I don't really want anybody to die, but I think it would bug people if somebody picked Oprah. Oh, well, you, you, did you hear Charles picks? No. <laughs> oh. This dirty cock. This is who he picks. Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Ellen DeGeneres. This is before she was turned out. She was a jerk. Ah. That was before so she, she was canceled. So she's grumpy. I know. Actually, that made me like her more almost. I, that doesn't bother me one bit. She's allowed to be grumpy. Yeah, you're working for her. You're not supposed to be her friend. And you're... she's got a million people bugging her all day long. She's allowed to be a bitch. Yeah, I don't understand what the problem is. Like, fuck them. It's probably some whiny kid yeah. who has, like, never been told, like, never no. been, you know. Yeah, exactly. And someone's like, just do your fucking job. Like, give me a coffee. I don't, I don't need to hear your life story. Too much sweetener. Threw it in her face. <laughs> Hot coffee. Yeah, you shouldn't smarten do that. Smarten up. Just smarten up. That, never, right happened it. that never happened, did it? I don't know. I, I think it did. I'm, make, I'm making that up. <laughs> the chill yeah. facts. I don't know what that was. True, because we said it here. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, was I, what was I looking up here? His picks. Oh, Steve. Char- Steve Char- Charters picks. David Charters. Cro- oh, Charters. Charters was uh, Tom Hanks, Ellen DeGeneres, Taylor Swift. Bet Midler. You know what Charters did, though. Paul Rudd. Charters picked. He didn't want to be responsible for anybody's death. Yeah. Oh, that's right? a good way. He, so he's like, I don't want my name associated with anybody's death because I'm a... But then he went and gave Tom Hanks COVID, didn't he? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't nice of him. Well, Tom Hanks did look a little bit sour at those that award show when, they, when Ricky Gervais was picking on everybody. So maybe... Maybe... Uh, maybe had it coming? Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe he's not as nice as everybody thinks. Oh, maybe. I don't think so. I think he seriously is that nice. I never met him. I didn't mean either. No. I can't really judge him. But if you think, if you would think about it, if you were to think who's nicer, would you say it was uh, Tom Hanks or uh, Bill Murray? Definitely Bill Murray. Nicer guy? Uh, funner, for sure. Funner Way for more sure, fun. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Funner. There's something on Netflix parties oh yeah yeah those yeah. bill murray uh legend stories, stories. Yeah. yeah there's there are pretty cool the stories where he just shows up and then he knows he's gonna make someone's day because he's bill murray can you imagine if that was you people would be happy to see kevin van dungeon <laughs> no nah, i can't even imagine that <laughs> yeah like they were like like strangers i mean like not people who love you but like you know like uh just people you don't even know that'd but be very weird it'd be weird right yeah and so he, you know, you'd have the power just to like make someone's wedding picture by just popping into it or something right. like that. That is weird, mm. you know. Because right now, when I do that, when I ruin people's wedding <laughs> pictures, it's like uh, frowned upon. Yeah, you yeah. pop into somebody's wedding picture and you're me, and they are not pleased. No, they are not at all. And your wife is usually angry with you, <laughs> embarrassed. Yeah, yep. and uh, she says, "You have to stop this. You have to stop this for the whole family." Like. <laughs> I didn't mean to throw up on her dress. <laughs> Sorry. This is uh, this is something that you need to address. It's their fault for giving me booze. Yeah, man. Open bar means you're supposed to drink as much as you can. It means the bride's dress might get thrown up on. Yeah. Goddamn weddings are so much fun. Mm-hmm. Now, I have not tested my not drinking at a wedding. Does it count for that? Uh, no, I think I can still drink at a Do wedding. Do you get a pass? 
That's the thing. I mean, it depends who's getting married, you know? Fair. I don't know how, convict, how, how convinced I am. This is what I did for the birthday party, okay? I know I didn't. I don't drink, right? So that I went. I go to this party, and as soon as I get there, um, Patrick's uh, wife, Lindsay, she's she's pour, handing me a shot, you know. And I'm like, oh my goodness. We don't want to be rude. I don't want to. So be this rude. was the first test, then, eh? Yeah, I took the shot, <laughs> and then uh, immediately took the shot, right? Because it's a birthday and it was a communal thing. Everyone's doing the shot right, together. Fair. And then, uh, and then uh, after that, I was given one more drink. Someone gave me a drink, and I just pretended to drink it. I didn't drink it at all. Oh, you did the Young Blood. Remember that movie where they threw him over the shoulder? Oh, really? Yep. Oh, that's an old uh, Frank Sinatra move too. He used to always like buying people drinks, but then he would always like ditch his drinks and not drink them. Mm-hmm. And then everyone would be like, "How can Frank drink so much?" And he's like, "Because he's not drinking anything." Frank the Tank. Yeah. Uh. uh so then, uh, uh, instead, what I did was a bunch of mushrooms. I did a bunch <laughs> of mushrooms. <laughs> And not then drinking. I found that it really made me not want to drink as much, anyways, if because uh, I was already a, a drink, a doing a bunch of mushrooms. <laughs> I had a great time. It was like honestly, swear to God, uh, for the arm wrestling thing, I just want to tie this up at the end of the show here. Uh, the one person I never challenged, Doug Coning. Doug Coning is uh, look, he, he's great. He's looking uh, very healthy. He's like looking uh, fit. He's uh, looking mean and strong. And I don't know if I could beat him, to be honest with you. He's a bruiser. He's a giant man, you know. Doug Coning would be the one guy, I think, in that community who could probably uh, take me down. I think your brother's whipping you into shape. Yeah, maybe. I don't. But I, I have agreed to do a show with uh, with Doug in the future. Maybe I'll just challenge him right on, uh, on that episode and then uh, see if I can take that big boy down. But I'll tell you. Uh, hanging out with those dudes that night uh, uh, was really nice. It was really touching, you know, like that. That there was a lot of uh, people. Uh, you just do these shows over and over again, and uh, you don't notice how much of an affection that you build up for these people and how how uh, much of a community it is. It was really nice to finally get together, or to get together like that with them. So uh, I just wanted to, I don't I just wanted to say that as much as uh, those guys. As we bust each other's balls, it's still like a when you say goodbye, it's just there's a sweetness, you know, like that everyone's really like a, a, a nice tight knit group of, of people. Anyways, uh, so go out and watch them if you can and not get COVID. <laughs> and buy their shit. Don't steal it from YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah. If they're selling some, buy it. Yeah. Buy it. Support them. Yeah. Even Manolis goes and uh, puts his tapes in, in like uh, Value Villages. And he just sees where they sell. He made he made his comedy album on like a tape. Market research. And he just puts them in in there, and then people will go up to the front at the Value Village and say, "How much is this?" <laughs> and then uh, they'll be like, "We don't even sell that." That's, awesome. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> yeah, but then he get inside. There's like the he says people pick them up. Nice. And then show it to him. Yeah, it's just aver- free advertising. He takes like old, like Michael Jackson. Uh, like thriller tapes and stuff like that, and he just stuffs the cotton in, in the <laughs> masking tape, and he puts his comedy album on it. And then at the, when his comedy album's finished, it just plays the rest of Thriller. thriller. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, That's great. it is pretty good. It's it, it, all in all, it's excellent mark marketing. Mm-hmm. Cost him nothing. No, it doesn't cost him fuck all. And it's like all great ways to remember the guy. You know, you'll remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unless you're a diehard 
Michael Jackson thriller fan who was hoping for the whole tape from Value Village. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you got Surprise. Hap, Hap and you got motherfucked by this guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's a show, everybody. I don't know what to call this one, but uh, we'll have to think about it. Uh, until next week, I guess uh, you know how to give us the feedback. And uh, I guess uh, I we're hoping that Justin shows up. If it's three in a row, with the, we're gonna I'm gonna have to start some sort of a campaign on uh, on on trying to like uh, uh, punish these comics for standing me up. There has to be some sort of accountability, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe it will be with some sort of humiliation. I could try to do some sort of humiliation. I could try to do some sort of uh, shaming, public shaming. Maybe, uh, I don't know, but it's going to be evil. And uh, again, if anyone's got any acid advice, please give it to me. I still got 10 tabs. Still looking, eh? I don't know what to do with it. Most of the best advice I got was, uh, so far, was uh, uh, take one of the tabs, one of the sections, and then take that section and put it in half. And then they said, and then take that section and put that in half and just take that. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And then see how that is. And then if that's nothing, then then do two of then do a full half and then do one. This is going to last you a long time. If it's like that, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I would have taken three just to start. That's what I would have done. <laughs> just jump in. Yeah, I just would have taken three, and then I would have been like, what, is that too many? It's just little pieces of paper. <laughs> just crumple it up and like you're hiding I, something from your teacher. <laughs> yeah, and oh, they're sheep. saying, like, no, don't do that. That uh, that could be scary or something. But uh, anyways, still, that's why I'm asking for advice. I wanted to go into this with my eyes wide open. I promise to tell you what happens. The mushrooms uh, the mushrooms there on the, on the uh, weekend were... Uh, we're just nice, just nice little time. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't anything bad, but I didn't take too many. You know, I think if you take more, you can see like God and stuff. But I didn't do that. <laughs> you didn't get to God like mode. No, no, just a little yes. bit where it was like I felt a little bit like my back wasn't as sore. That was about it. Therapeutic. Yeah, I think mushrooms are the next to go legal. To be honest, that's I think they're already pretty close. Psilocybin, right? Yeah. Yep, I think so too. They're saying it's good for all kinds of. Um, uh, PTSD and PTSD, stuff. PTSD, yeah, like psychological disorders. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's Depression. what I mean. I think even acid, at, at first they were doing, they were using acid for like a lot, of, they found it had a lot of uh, benefits for those sorts of things too. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they got away from it. So maybe acid will come back. I don't know. But um, I know, uh, yeah, w- there's a lot that they're finding out about that stuff. And if it works, it works. Yep. You just got to keep big pharma out of it. Yeah, yeah. As soon as they they get into it, and then it just becomes about the money again. Anyways, guys, we don't want to leave on a low. I'm, I don't know, think if we can do one. Let me just tell us. I'll tell the story about. Uh, let me tell that story about that gig in 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 Etobicoke that I did where they hated my, they hated me, and then the Polish guy came up on oh, stage yeah, and told me yeah, to get yeah. off. Yep. Okay. Right. So I'm at the, I'm at this gig, right? And I'm supposed to be headlining, quote unquote headlining. It's like a shitty show, you know? And uh, it's like an ambush show. Like the, the regulars at a, this bar are there and then our show's there and then they, the regulars have to watch us, right? So I'm going on last and uh, they hate me. And then uh, this at one point in time, I didn't know she's blind. Uh, 
They, <laughs> but they said she was blind, but she didn't seem blind. I'm just saying that. <clears throat> so she, this lady comes in, and uh, she's like an Irish, strong Irish accent, real haggard-looking woman, and uh, probably a prostitute. I would don't know if she was, but they said she was a prostitute, and she was blind. They were calling her a blind prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so she she thinks that a comedy show is to just uh, like hackle the comedian, you know, like to, to to and that that the comedian's job is to give it back to her and with the zingers, you know, and then that's what she thinks a good show is, right? Just her show. Yeah, it's all about her. They're the worst. They're the worst kind of audience members, and this blind hooker was one of them. And uh, so she's being real loud in the front, and even the guy running the sound at the back's going like, Wanda, shut the fuck up! <laughs> and you're my name? Yeah. <laughs> you whore. <laughs> yeah, she's a regular there. She's like, she, that's what she drinks. So she's busy, like, just shitting on my act, and, like, make every time I get just, like, first line into a joke, she's like, derailing it and like it's just the it's brutal right and then and then uh the one time the and then this dude comes up uh this old polish guy doesn't even speak english he just comes up in, in polish he's like talking to me and he's basically saying no stop do karaoke now like we're gonna do the karaoke now <laughs> and uh i'm like like no fuck off get out of here you know you old man and then afterwards the uh prostitute the the blind prostitute or whatever she was like coming up to me and uh trying to like uh, hug and kiss me you know like because she was uh loose she said she was uh well uh i didn't know she was blind but maybe she that's why she was pulling me so close to see (laughs) me or something like that did she touch your face a lot Oh, she was so gross, man. She was like really close to me, and then, uh, but she was like saying how she had loved it. She loved the. I'm like you. You were horrible. You, you were like the worst. Show. You ruined my whole fucking everything, you know. And then she's like, "Oh, you're great." You started. <laughs> I. You started to get into it at the end there, like when I started calling her a cunt. That's when. That's she, when she liked. That's it. when she was like, "Oh, you're doing awesome at the end there, where you've lost your shit at, at me." You know. <laughs> Anyways. People still, they didn't know who I was because I was like, like I don't do a lot of shows out that way. And then so people see me from that show at other shows and they'll be like, are you like, you're the guy from that night where where like you had the worst bombing fucking set of all time. (laughs) Yeah, that was me. (laughs) Legendary shit (laughs) in those people's eyes. Anyways, that is it for our show this week. I am uh, Pete Van Dyke. If you like the show, tell a friend. Otherwise, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. Yeah.